Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Welcome to Tuesday's show, Morning Studio. Morning. Morning. Amy said if you have this app, you can hold it up and look at an airplane and it tells you where the plane's going. Yeah, it's like Shazam for airplanes. <laughs> so if a Southwest flight flies over my house. Yeah, you can put your little radar on it from your phone, from the app, and it'll say where the plane took off from, where it's landing, its current altitude, all You can chase things. it if you know where it's going. <laughs> you can get in your car. And run after it. Probably going to the airport, guys. Oh, no, I think it's leaving, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 All of this seems okay, but just something about it just feels weird to me. Because we can track flights. Like, if you give me your confirmation number or your, I have your flight details, I don't even need the confirmation. I can enter it into a website and know what time you're going to land. Stuff like that. But just watching all the planes and knowing exactly what they're doing and where they are through an app just seems weird to me. I guess if you could look at a plane and identify who was all on the plane, then it gets... That's next. Yeah. The manifest. Yeah, that, and then you can find all their Instagrams, and Ugh, that's. But that's just weird. That you can hold your phone up. What about cars? What if you do that with a car and see where it's going? That's crazy. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? That'd be awesome. Stalkers would love that. Yeah, no, right, see, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Right, this, right now, I'm just dropping air tag in people's cars. So I don't. If this gets in the wrong hands, I mean, I'm surely, surely they thought of that though. What apps are you using right now? Anything new and cool, Amy? You have anything? I don't know that it's, well, that's Flight Radar 24, in case anybody wants to download cool. that. And then I would say that I don't know that I have one that I is new, but I am door dashing things all the time. Eddie, you? Yeah, I have one called All Trails. And it, my family, we love to hike and do all that kind of stuff. And this thing just tells you all the trails in every place in the United States. So, like, say you're 
visiting a, a certain city and you're like, oh, let's go hiking today. And you look it up and you're like, wow, there's a trail like really five, wow. half a mile away or whatever. And I found out on this app that I have a trail in my neighborhood. Never knew it. It tells you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Lunchbox, you? Oh, yeah. Uber Eats. Uh, I discovered it um, <laughs> when I had my last child, and I'm just still fascinated that you can order from so many different restaurants. It's amazing. You know, I, I get on Twitch a lot and play Madden so people can watch me play Madden, and I have a big following of like 17 people. So Twitch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a big Twitch following. I think my name's just Bobby Bone Show over there, but I use Grailed a lot, which I've talked about, which is where you can buy clothes. And most of the clothes are either new, but people have already bought, or they're barely been worn. So that's a pretty good app. I also use DraftKings. I'm looking at my most used apps. DraftKings. Which use that one a lot. Sure. Yeah, a lot. And then there's a companion app for Madden, which I use a lot, which is playing on PlayStation. And we're in a league, and you can tell when everybody else has played their league game, so you can play. So I get on <laughs> and see if everybody's under the salary cap. I see if they've played their game yet. So, yeah, those are mine. But I like that Lunchbox just discovered Uber Eats. I forgot he told us that like a month ago. Uh, Brand new. You guys know you can do this? It's amazing. <laughs> You're right. What stinks about the Uber Eats is once they drop food off, you can't get in touch with them. If they messed up the order, you can't send them a message. Mm-hmm. And be like, hey, come back. You, I know you ate a bite of this or anything that you can't reach out to them. Where I think there should be a window of like five minutes that you should still be able to reach out to your delivery person. Not as soon as they drop it off, poof, they disappear and there's absolutely no connection. But what's that airplane app, Amy? Flight Radar 24. Why 24? I have Flight Radar 69. (laughs) It's a different one. I'm assuming because you can track flights 24 hours a day. Oh, yeah. That's my guess. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't make it. (laughs) You guys send us so many emails. We get to as many of them as we possibly can. Every morning at this time, we open up the mailbag. Let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My husband has so many similarities to your past and upbringing, and you are someone he looks up to. It has always tortured him to not know who his father is. His mom would not tell him or be honest about it the few times he asked. He just used Ancestry and found out his father is. Someone he never knew existed. Since finding out, he's been looking up all the family members on social, etc. They all appear to be a nice family. The thing is, my husband is terrified to reach out after feeling 37 years of rejection. We believe it is likely this guy does not know my husband exists and it doesn't look like he has any children. I know I don't have any control or say over how I should handle this, but I definitely do not want him to have regrets in life or that it should be so late his father passes away. What advice would you give him? Thanks for your time. Signed, super anxious wife. Well, I think this dad also has the right to know he has a son, honestly. If you guys are new to the show, my story isn't exactly like this. My biological father peaced out when I was about five, and I didn't see him again until I chased him down probably late 30s. I wrote my whole first chapter of my my second book called Fail Until You Don't about this situation because I was like, if I can't face my biggest fear, how am I going to encourage people reading this book to face there. So I did. I tracked him down. It's all in there if you want to read my story. But he knew he had me. I knew he existed. I just felt neglected for all those years, so I I had no need to reach out to him in my heart. However, I would say this story is a bit different. I think, one, if your husband wants to reach out, he owes it to himself to reach out. Listen, the worst thing that can happen is he goes, says, hey, I'm your kid, and the guy rejects him completely. That's the worst thing that can happen, and you know what? That's already happening anyway. Not being rejected, but just not having a relationship. So worst case scenario is being exactly what he's in already. If he wants to go and do it, 
I suggest so much that he go and do it. I don't think he knocks on the door and says, what up, dad? Let's play catch. But I do think there's probably a way to get in touch with him through email or Facebook or where you can find him. Obviously, you found the family on Facebook, so you can see the last names. And just send him a note being like, hello, so-and-so. I did Ancestry, and according to this, you could possibly be my dad. And you may even start it with, hey, do you know so-and-so, which is the mom? And then just put it out there. And I just would not expect a response immediately. You might get one. But as much of a shakeup as it is to your husband, emotionally, psychologically, it's going to do the same to him. So put no expectations on his father. But I definitely think if he's wondering, he should go for it. Because worst case scenario is everything's the same. Best case scenario is there's somebody else in his life. I don't think there'll ever be that relationship of, hey, sonny boy. But it, he will be able to answer a lot of questions about himself. There are a lot of questions I don't know about me. I don't know my, my medical history. I don't know a lot of stuff about that side of my family. I have cousins. I can find some stuff out from them, but I don't know. So my advice is you should go for it. It is going to be scary. It is going to feel awkward. It is going to be all the things that are uncomfortable. But for any growth, you have to be uncomfortable. Not just in this. In any growth whatsoever. You want to get better at speaking a different language? Okay, go get Rosetta Stone. It's going to be uncomfortable learning it because you're going to suck at it. Your tongue's not going to move the right way when you're trying to pronounce sauerkraut. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so if you're 12 and you're growing and you hit a growth spurt, that don't feel good. Even physical growth, that's uncomfortable. But you got to be uncomfortable to grow. So I encourage him to chase his growth. You be there for him. Understand that. He is going to go through, a, just be there for him. You don't have to, you have to fix anything. You have to do anything. Just be there for him. And let me know how it goes. That's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that he found the person, especially if he's been searching. Yeah. So good for him. Go get it. Again, I'm going to say it one more time. Worst case scenario is it's exactly the same. And at least you tried. I mean, I guess worst, worst is you knock on the door and he stabs you. But I don't think that's like realistic. <laughs> that's that's like yeah. worst, 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 worst. It's too far. Yeah, yeah it's too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, thank you for the email. I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Like, I feel you. I, I know how tough this is. Go get it. Support him. Let him hear this. Let him know I would go. I did it. Like, I, I went and did it. And I was angry at the guy. Mm, yeah. So I think he should do it when he's not angry. And just do have, have no expectations on the dad because you are rocking his world at the same time. Hopefully in a good way. Although he may go, I don't like this, but then he may come around as well. It may take three months. I don't know. But do it. That's all. Thank you for your email. Thanks for your vulnerability and sending this to me. That's all. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, let's play Ask Dr. Bobby. All right, so I did get an honorary doctorate from the University of Arkansas, so I can legally sign my name Dr. Bobby. I don't know anything about medical world, so let's give it a run. <laughs> All right. Amy, you're up first. Go ahead. My tick bite is still itching about seven weeks later. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to me that something can itch this long because I've never, I've mosquito bite, longest it's itched three, four days. Never this long. And it's crazy. I posted about it. Let me see it. I'm, I'm a professional like a doctor. I'm going to look at it in a professional oh way. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, see, it's still there. See that mark? Oh. It's Ugh. getting bad. But that's You're not seven being professional weeks. right now. Okay. You don't have a bedside manner? <laughs> no. But you would think it would be gone by now, right? But it's still yes. a hard, like if you were to feel it, it's a hard bump. And it itches. Have you been to the doctor? 
Oh, wait, I am the doctor. Wait, 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 wait. What are we doing here? I guess, does the doctor ever say that? Have you been to a doctor for that? <laughs> you should go to a doctor. What are you doing here? I took a, a real doctor. I, I took a round of Doxy to prevent Lyme disease or something, but I don't even know if that did anything. And I don't know. I just don't know why it's still itching. And I posted about it on Instagram, and one of our listeners said that they were stung by a bee 25 years ago, and it still itches. What? That looks like there's something in it, though. It, yeah, it feels like there's so something in it, So have you been to, to a doctor to check out to see if you have Lyme disease? Not like an actual you in should person. Go, I have a specialist I'd like to recommend you to. It's called Google, and the, you Google, I'm and they'll, not, they'll yeah. find you a doctor to go to. Okay. Have you tried the cross method with your fingernail? Kaylin does this yes. to me, where you prick, put a prick. cross with your fingernail, yep. and it makes it stop itching. Oh. No, I, tr- I tried that. Well, you need something with a bigger fingernail that can push harder, and if that doesn't work, then you need to you need to go get that checked out. Mm-hmm. So, um, so go to a specialist. That's, That's any doctor. That is your doctor yeah. advice to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, my to doctor sends me specials all the time. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sending you to a different doctor to get that looked at. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, consider yourself diagnosed. See my person on the way out and pay your pay your little bill there. Mm. We don't accept your insurance. All right. <laughs> okay. Eddie. Hey, Doc, I have a two-tier question here. The first one is I'm 43 years old. Uh, I'm starting to lose my knee. Erectile dysfunction is normal? No, no, no. Oh. no. That's not it, Doc. Oh. Oh. Uh, I'm losing. <laughs> go see a specialist. <laughs> I'm losing my, my near sight. Like, I, I can't read stuff. I got to get stuff a little further away. Uh, first part of the question, is that normal yes, for my yes. age? With age, your vision will deteriorate. Great. Um, and I'm not a medical or an eye doctor, an ophthalmologist in any way, uh-huh. but I do have one in the family. And he did tell me, listen, once you hit 40, it starts to fade. It starts to go. So don't feel alone. There are support groups of people like yourself, and it's called the Glasses Store in the Mall. Wow. So yeah, go ahead. What yeah, else? just Maybe. get readers. That's you're not the doctor. Okay, that's I my second read. question. You're not the doctor. Go it's ahead. Just, that's my second question. So so someone's in my office giving. I know. She's not doc, even qualified to do here. this. Go ahead. Doc, <laughs> so should I get readers to help me out with this, or should I just enlarge everything like on my phone like old people do and just make all the letters really big? I don't know that I would commit to making everything larger. I would get readers for a while. Mm. But if, I guess if you have to up the reader <laughs> prescription, then you should make it larger. Why not just get your get some glasses? I feel like once I do the glasses, Doc, I'm just giving up on life. You're not but giving up on now life. Now I turn into my dad. And no, giving up on life is just shaving the top of your head, Eddie. I haven't done that yet. Right. So as long as you don't shave your head. Wait, Doc, I didn't even, why are we talking about my hey, head? Hey, you know, I'm a doctor <laughs> of a lot of things. <laughs> Just get, get you some readers. Okay. But the problem is with your phone, right? You, it's okay to turn it up one or two sizes. I do that as well. Okay. It's just when it becomes massive that people will think you've given up on life. Okay. All right? But hang <laughs> Thanks, in there, doc. buddy. It's normal. Hey, you made me feel good. Thanks, it's Doc. Normal. I appreciate and, that. And I've got, here are some pills for ED, because I know you don't want to bring it up, but I'm sure this is, is also. That, is that blue? <laughs> yeah. A blue pill? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, ask Dr. Bobby Lunchbox. Uh, yes, doctor. I mean, I don't even like calling you doctor, but... Uh, there's been this thing that's been ailing me for years, and no doctor's been able to diagnose it. I can't touch my shoulders, mm. and I'm wondering if you know why I can't touch my own shoulders. Interesting. Um, so you have something called a birth defect, and oh. your shoulders were never able to be bent that way. So you are who you are. I recommend this to you. There's a book I wrote called Stanley the Dog's First Day at School, and he Stanley's not like the other dogs. Physically, he's different. He looks different. People are, like, judging him because he's different. But... What he does have is a lot of heart, and what makes him special are the things he can do. And I'm not really sure what you can do, but what I'm going to advise you to is figure it out, but not feel so alone, and take two Stanley the Dogs and call me in the morning. Okay, thank you. There you go. (laughs) This is easy, guys. Wow. Yeah, I'm building. Hey, and if you don't know, you just send him to a specialist. That's what my doctor is. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Anybody else have a uh, Dr. Bobby, if you do, speak now or forever hold your peace. I have one. Okay, Morgan, go ahead. Well, so it's really hard for me to sit down, run, or basically do any major activity because I bruised my tailbone. It's possibly broken. Oh, yeah. Like, how long is that going to take there. for it to heal? It could take two months, honestly. I've done the same thing. I just say this from experience. 
Um, so it's a pain tolerance thing for the most part. So don't if it's a bruise on your butt bone, it's not going to hurt it any worse. So if you can take the pain, you can still work out with it. But the only thing that's going to nurse it back is rest. And you can ice it to get a little quick rejuvenation. But it's just rest and letting it heal back. I'm sorry that happened to you. It happened to me once too. But you can still work out on it as long as you can handle the pain. So uh, good luck. Sorry that happened. But uh, we'll see. What is today is uh, June 28th. Uh, we'll see you about September 1st. And if it's not better by then, I'll send you to a specialist. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. There we go. Yeah, that was helpful. I am a doctor. And that is Ask wow. Dr. Bobby. Wow, Thank wow, you very wow. much. Wow. You know what? First one's on me, guys. No charge. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, first one's goodness. on me. All right. Uh, but no malpractice. Okay, guys? No suing me here. <laughs> This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 
Robin Borlando. She's 70 years old. She lives in Philly and she's watching the news. And like everyone else, she sees, oh my gosh, there's a nationwide lifeguard shortage out there. Well, she's 70, but when she was 16, she was a lifeguard. She says, you know what? I'm getting up. No I'm going to go. I'm going to go try out, That's get awesome. recertified, and be a lifeguard. So, dude, she is 70 years old and she's back on the stand. <laughs> Wait, she did it? She did it. So, it doesn't make yours look. That's tough. No, oh, guys, yeah. guys, guys, I, I can do this when I'm 72. Well, like, you just got out You done. barely passed. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, for those that are new to this show, maybe today's your first day ever listening. On yesterday's show, Eddie passed the intro to lifeguard part. Dang right, I did. We had to swim 200 yards. Yep. Almost died. Rescued a brick. Yeah, but you almost had to be rescued after swimming 200 yards. Sure, but I passed. Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, though, I don't want a lifeguard that barely passed. It's like, I don't want a doctor that finished last in his class, even though he passed. <laughs> right, but nobody knows that. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. But check this out, though. There are 16 lifeguards over the age of 60 in the Philadelphia area. That's crazy, too. I think somebody 61, 62, 63 can still be in really good shape, though. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. strong. I yeah. proved to you guys. I'm 43 years old, yeah, you, still you didn't strong. Prove anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you didn't prove anything. That's a great story. What's her name again? Her name is Robin Borlando. Robin Borlando, I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but you are an inspiration. That is amazing, and that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, thank you guys for being here with us this morning. You know, I come to... It's a personal decision I got to make, but there's the Radio Hall of Fame. They say, hey, you can vote. I'm in the Radio Hall of Fame. And so I get to vote every year on who gets to be in it. I'm one of the voting members. And one of the guys up for induction to the Radio Hall of Fame is a guy who years ago went on his show and said that I only work with St. Jude so I can get the publicity. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Wow, no. no. But oh, that's his whole nice. thing is like the worst thing you could ever say. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't know my story about me being in the hospital a lot as a kid. It doesn't matter. But now he's up for Radio Hall of Fame and they're like, hey, do you want to vote for him? So here I am. <laughs> oh, what's his name? No, don't say it. Uh, I was okay. thinking about All it. All right, well, I, <laughs> listen. You can tell say them that's all fair. No, it. I guess I won't do it. Oh. But I was really just going to say it. And, and But Amy, oh. Amy you're, Amy's okay. the angel on the, on the right shoulder, lunchbox the devil on the left. <laughs> so voting is underway in this year's 2022 Radio Hall of Fame nominations. It's confidential. We have included instructions for you casting your confidential ballot. We have not yet received your confidential votes. So it says... Do you want to vote for this person? Yes or no? Now, pretty good on the air. Got a long career. But also went on his air. I don't know if you're trying to pick a fight for me for publicity back in the day. I don't know. But really one of the worst mm. things you could say. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. So Uh-oh. what would you do if you were me? Because does he deserve to get in? Is there a Probably. way? Probably. More. Are you sure? Is there a way we could ask him? Do, do, do you regret saying that? Well, he'll say. He'll say, Yeah. <laughs> Right? Well, yeah. no, not for the even this. Like, just well, knowing. Yeah, we, right when he's up for this. <laughs> yeah, I regret it all. So what would you do if you were me? I, I know what I, I know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to ask. Oh, you do. Yeah. Be, yeah, yeah. But be honest. Mm-hmm. If you were me and someone had said these awful things about you and then they were up for something, would you vote for them to be in this? Um, lunchbox. No. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. I would not vote for him. Listen, your actions have repercussions. Everything you do comes back at you. It's like sports players. When they're rude to the media, guess what? When they're up there for the Hall of Fame, they don't get voted in because they were rude. This guy was a jerk. Sorry, bud. Kick rocks. I'll see you from the Hall of Fame. You can come and visit my plaque. <laughs> I have been in for like five years already. Mm. Okay, so that's one no. Mark that down. All right, Amy. I mean, I would hope that he... 
did that just, uh, you know, randomly off the cuff, just it came to his head and probably wasn't the smartest thing to say. And he's probably jealous of you and your success and that he regrets saying it. He's way older than I am, too. Like, it's not the same. Older can be... Older people were always no. They're supposed to be wise and like, but they're no, no not every like a no. lot of people that have talked trash about you on air have been older than you. Yeah, but and it's because of your early success mm-hmm. and you were forward thinking and were doing things differently and they wish that they had thought of it. And so I would say, hopefully, if you still think he's a good quality, you know, radio personality and deserves this, then you can set that aside and still give him the vote. Well, okay, thank you. Amy says yes. Uh, here's why I bring this up. I didn't think much about it, but I had a few different people reach out to me going, hey, we're voting this too. Remember when this guy did this to you? And I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah. I had to be reminded. By other voters? Yeah. And they, and they were like, we won't vote. Just tell, give us the word. We won't vote for him. Yeah. Huh. So I like this. What, what are you going to do? Well, let me go to Eddie. Eddie, what would you do if you were me? <sighs> this is tough. This is tough, Bones, because we all say stupid things, right? That's uh, pr- that's pretty bad, though. I mean, this is really bad, and and he should not have said this. But if you think that he is worthy to get into the Hall of Fame, I think you should vote for him. Yeah, you, you guys have no backbone because, because because yes, he did something wrong, but he may regret it, like like Amy was saying. And yeah, I think that did come from jealousy. Dude probably had no idea what he was talking about then. He may be a different person now. I would vote for him. Scuba Steve, what do you think? Uh, it's, I'm torn too because I'm like you. I like to hold on to grudges a little bit and pay it back years <laughs> later. Colleague, uh, <laughs> but I, but I feel like e- evening out. Nothing anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I feel like if we do that as a society, it doesn't help those who are trying to grow and become better. Because I may have said or done things ten years ago that I look at it now as a father with kids, I would never want to say, and I grow from those experiences. And I would hope this person has grown from it as well. So maybe you'd be the bigger, better person and you give him the vote. As but much as I don't want to say that. If he'd grown, well said, he, he would reach out and say, you know what? Hey, years ago, man, I, I said something about you and I apologize. That's what happened. Like when you go through the 10 steps, you have to go back and you know ask for forgiveness for mistakes you made. And <laughs> this person. Steps. Yeah. Eddie, hey. Hey, hey. I think it's 12, though. It's, he yeah. left out two. I think, yeah. Oh, it's, it's definitely a 12. Yeah, step. the two are yeah. done. Sorry. Three and seven, never liked. Go ahead. Anyway, so when, when people grow and mature, they go back and say, hey, you know what? I messed up, and they, they reached out to those people. They wronged. This guy never reached out to you and said he wronged. He's just saying, I hey. don't know if he did or not. I forgot about it. I just remember being like, I don't very think he did. I know about Lunchbox, it. Lunchbox, do you remember every single thing you've ever said on the air? Probably. Yes. No, you don't. Okay. And, like, and maybe if this is brought to his attention, maybe saying this right now will bring it and he will make amends with Bobby. No, maybe. it's too late now. The voting is already open. He should have done this way before. If he's matured and grown as a person, he would have done it a year ago. He and didn't he all of a sudden. I just don't remember. No, he definitely He might have apologized. I don't, yeah, I don't no remember. Chance. I just remember. Well, then we have to take this into consideration. Well, I don't know, though. I know that he, he could have doubled did. down. Yeah, he could have, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> no one's yeah. talking about that. Yeah, no. yeah, he could have. All right. So, down. so I, I've been thinking about it. Oh, come on. So here's my email. Here's my validation pen to log in. I'm going to vote right now. To be fair, as your team, while you're calculating, I would like to say that if, yeah, if we show. were voting and I, you wanted us not to, we would stand with you in yeah, that. Absolutely. But this is what that. we are advising you to do okay. for yourself and let be free of it. My vote is. Hey, but, 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 now, oh, yeah, if, if he sucks, though, like if he's not a good radio no, dude, don't good. vote for him. No, no, pretty good is not Hall of Fame. Pretty good is not Hall of Fame. He has to be the greatest of great. Bobby, you need, don't be a sissy. 
This is like this is like <laughs> it, it, the guy that gave you a swirly in high school. You know, he stuck mm-hmm. you in the toilet. If he oh, came it's me back getting back in my bullies right yeah, now. Oh, now, now he's talking to me in a way I wasn't Uh-oh. talking to until now. Oh, no. And he reaches out to you and he's like, hey, Bobby, I'm running for mayor. Are you going to vote for me? Like, no, dude. What are you talking about? Get out of oh here. gosh. Mm. Is Lunchbox changing my mind? Does he say other degrading things I don't on know. Air? I don't know. I just heard this because people are like, do you realize this guy's saying that okay, okay. all your work with St. Jude over the years? Yeah, is yeah. It? Yeah. That's low. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to vote. No. <laughs> so, yes, no. I'm going to vote. Uh-oh. You got to vote no. America wants you to vote no. Do, do, do they, though? Yes. I don't know. I don't really know that America has been polled. I just checked the B-team page. They said no, 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 no. Okay, I am voting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. good. That's okay. a good move. Yes. See, this, this is how, this why is you gross. always get walked all over, Bobby. Because I you have just, no. What'd you say? You, this is why you always get walked all over. You have no oh. backbone, just like Amy and Eddie. Oh, Bobby, just give in to I the bullies. I don't think I get walked Bobby all over. Bobby does. It's oh. like the opposite of getting walked on. I just got walked on. Walked over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're the red carpet of the Hall of Fame. They're going to put you out front. The guy's going to walk right over you into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Listen, I don't know if he's going to get in or not. I'm going to vote yes because I do believe you shouldn't be canceled for one, possibly two really dumb things. And this isn't canceled, but it's a form of that. So I am going to put aside my personal feeling uh, and put and, and vote with what I think if he should sh- absolutely go go have a Hall of Fame day, you know? It's good, man. Hey, but it's a, it bo- it's a, little, bo- it's a little bothersome to do absolutely. it. But I'm going to do it and I hope other people can follow my example in this. I could tell that it's was very day. hard for you to it's say. Big. It's very hard yes. for me. I'm yes. such a, you want to mess with me, I'll get you three times the, yeah. Anyway, all right, yeah. I'll have, I'm going to have him fired next week. But other than that, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't do that. Any guesses on why it's called Bluetooth? I, oh, Bluetooth. Does, make your best guess. You're not going to know, but make your best guess. Amy, Eddie, then Lunchbox. Why is it called Bluetooth? <laughs> I feel like when Bluetooth first was introduced, they had those little things by your ear, and it would light up blue, and it was okay. by your tooth. Oh, there you go. That's Could a be good a guess. guess. Eddie? A really good guess. I was going to think maybe it uses like a Blu-ray oh, yeah. the, to connect to the phone. Interesting. And the tooth, it just takes a bite out of yeah. technology. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? McGruff. McGruff yeah. on crime. That's a good Makes one. That technology. Yeah, take a bite out of crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. Uh, No, it's easy. It goes in your ear. It looks like a tooth, and your teeth, the enamel in your teeth helps the uh, connection. That's how they get the signal to the little thing in your ear. Oh, But what about, like, on your phone, Yeah, Bluetooth Bluetooth is just not. I didn't know Bluetooth was was on your phone. I thought it was just in your ear. The origin of it. (laughs) No, no, Bluetooth is, I mean, I use Bluetooth all the time from my phone, like to my car. Mm -hmm. Speakers. Yeah. Oh, I don't have that in my car. You do? Okay. (laughs) Well, so I really didn't know that was in your phone. Like, I thought it was really just the thing you stuck in your ear. Bluetooth is named after King Harold Bluetooth. Bluetooth united the tribes of Denmark, just like wireless technology does. It was named after a 10th century king. Okay. Interesting. King Harold Bluetooth. Now we know. Nothing about technology. Nothing. Nothing about Well, it just, he united. Teeth. That's what Bluetooth but, 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 but it was a well, name. Together. How about that? A little oh. fun fact for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Take Thank that to you. work. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's a, a question from a listener. Uh, she emailed me and said, hey, I consider myself a good tipper. 20-25% is what I like to do. 18% if they drop the ball. Wow. In the last few months, we've started to frequent Sonic. Our kids love it, and we do as well. When we leave, I always feel like we should have tipped. It seems when we were a cash world, we always tipped. But now that it's credit cards, they don't give you the option of tipping. And who carries cash nowadays? They seem like hardworking kids. They deserve a little extra. Do you tip at Sonic? Signed, shameful at Sonic. 
Uh, I do tip at Sonic. And if you frequent at Sonic, you should have cash, in my humble opinion. Because I go a lot, so I keep cash mostly for tipping at Sonic or if I have to quickly valet my car to get into a meeting or something if we're like downtown. Yeah. So I keep a little cash there all the time. Uh, do you have to tip at Sonic? No, because they aren't just making $2 an hour. Is it nice if you do? Absolutely, because it's mostly kids trying to have an extra job. Um, so, yes, I do tip at Sonic. You don't have to, but now on the Sonic app, you can actually tip with your credit card. Saw that last in, night. In a lot of places. Not oh, all yeah. yet, yeah. but if you use the app, it's the same thing. You order it, boo boo, push it. You know, go, do you want it? You can tip the change, meaning if you spend $4.13, you can tip the rest of it. The, the change, you can tip $1, $2. So, there, there are easier ways now to tip on just credit card, but if you just stick the card in the machine and you have no cash, it feels awkward. Yeah. And you're like, you don't want to look, you don't look at anybody. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yes, I do tip a Sonic. I think you should tip a Sonic. I'm not going to uh, hate you because you don't. But you can do app or you can just get a little bit of cash, you know. Problem is, if you get like 10 bucks and you keep it in your wallet, you spend it real quick. And you're like, dang it, I had cash, but now I don't. I spent yeah. it all real quick. <laughs> it has yeah. stuff all the time, too. Uh, the average tipping boomers, which is older than you, Eddie. I'm a Gen X. You're, you're Gen X, right. So boomers, 19%. They average 19% tipping. Lunchbox, what do you think your average is tipping, honestly? Oh, probably, I mean, 15, 16%. I don't know. He goes 16. I mean, I, he goes up 1%. That's the average. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Okay, so Lunchbox is about 15% tipper. Uh, Eddie, you? Average 20. You do? I try, oh, to, I try to stay with 20. But, I mean, if it's really bad, I'll go, low. I'll go pretty low. Even if you can't identify whose fault it was? Mm, I mean, sometimes you can just tell, like, all right. No, this- you can't, though, because I wait a table. It's oh. slow, and I would get blamed because the kitchen's fault sometimes. Man, but sometimes when they show up without the little writing tablet thing, and they're like, oh, I'll memorize it, and then they mess it what up. What if I'm they like- said it right, and the kitchen messed it up? Yeah. Ugh. You don't know. I, okay. My point is you don't really know. Okay, I don't Unless know. Unless they have a really bad attitude, you really don't know. But Mem- Remember that story I told you where the guy was like, hey, can we have coffee? And he's like, in the afternoon? Ugh, it's going to take us a long time to make that. That's a bad attitude. Sorry, buddy. Ten percent. But then I wonder what? if like his if his there you go, I 10%. If, like, if like his Good uncle job, died or something yeah. that morning and just put and just put him in a bad mood and sorry because you know what you come in here some days and you're not having the best day do I take some of your salary away Ooh, no good, good no one. you don't yeah you, no you That's right thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> uh, so boomers nineteen percent they're actually the only age group that are less than twenty Gen X twenty millennials twenty four and Gen Z at twenty six percent wow twenty six percent how rich are these people I don't think it's about how rich they are they're I think generous. it's about yeah what can they give back. And, and as people get younger, I think you see the generations much more selfless in nature, caring about social issues more than other generations, tipping, et cetera. So Gen Z, 26% on the old tipster That's there. That's good. Yeah, right? So yeah. Anyway, the kids got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> dad. Covered, yeah. Not dad, but the kids got <laughs> They're it. They're all covered there. <laughs> This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way 
to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer, and I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here's a voicemail from Ashton in Texas. I wanted to give a birthday shout-out to my daughter, She's turning nine years old, and we're both huge fans of you guys. I've been listening to you guys since I was in middle school, and I'm almost 30 now. So you guys have been such a huge part of my life and now a huge part of her life. So thank you for everything that you do, and yeah, thanks. I appreciate that call. Thank you very much for hanging out with us that long. That's a long time. Very. Um, I get tired of us after a week. I can imagine (laughs) her that long. Uh, Here's Crystal from Indiana. I had a random question. Bobby and Amy, you guys said that the way that Amy basically met Bobby and the way that she got her job was at a restaurant, at a Culver's, I believe. Bobby, I guess my question is for you. How did you know from meeting her literally one time that you wanted to offer her a job? Or can you guys break down that story a little bit more in depth? Like how did it go from a Culver's meeting to a job? I saw how she drank a milkshake and I thought... What? That's the co-host for me. Um, so I was getting my tires rotated and my oil changed, or maybe both. Went to Culver's, just sitting by myself, killing time. Amy came up with a friend. Her friend owned that Culver's. Her parents did. And met her then, but then I saw her again at the mall when I was doing something for the show, and that's kind of where that second connection happened. When then we were both training for the same triathlon, 
So Were we? Yeah. At the same place? The Cap Tech's try. No, but it's just another thing we had in common. I remember we started talking more, and then you just got to know more about me. And I had a job that I loved, and I remember when you called me, or you, you, you called me and I was at work and I was standing in a sea of granite because that's what I did. I sold granite. And you're like, hey, I got a question for you. Like, can you go to dinner tonight? Whatever. And I was like, why is he asking me to dinner? This is so bizarre. And then at dinner, you offered me the job. I oh. don't remember some of that, but yeah, it's been yeah. a long time. It was uh, The year was 1964. <laughs> oh, yeah. way back when. What year yeah. was that? 2000? 2000. We met in 2005 and I joined the show in 2006. And I couldn't afford to bring Amy on. So I brought her on as a producer, yeah. like a part-time producer. My first contract said producer, and that's what I signed. And she was like, what am I producing? I was like, I don't know, just get in here. All you got to do is get in, and we'll figure it out after that. Just trust me, just trust me. Yeah. So that's the story there. I appreciate you asking that, though. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So this mom hired a babysitter for the first time for her 10-month-old son, and she wasn't really sure what to think when the sitter fell asleep while watching him. Now, to be fair, the son was also sleeping, and then the sitter fell asleep, and the mom just learned this information and went online and was like, is this something I should be upset about, or am I overreacting? I learned this information. I bet there's a hidden camera somewhere, (laughs) right? Okay, Uh, Eddie, you have to hire a sitter. You have kids, young kids. Sure. What if your sitter fell asleep, but nothing bad happened? I mean, they should not be falling asleep. That's why they're there. Okay, but they did. Yeah, so fired. Sorry, next one. Mm. I mean, it's not that easy to find a babysitter, so I feel <laughs> I don't really want to say that, yeah, but I'll be really them. upset. I would think if nothing bad happened, because there are times I've messed up and thank God nothing bad happened, and you learn from that because you didn't have to learn from that. Yeah. I would think the responsible thing to do would be like, hey, you can't fall asleep. Luckily, nothing bad happened or I had to fire you. That way you can keep them. They get better at their job, and you move on without having to change babysitters. Okay, thinking about it now, you're right. That's easy. Don't fire them. Eddie, on any jury. (laughs) Hey, rehire them. They're back. Oh, they're back. (laughs) Okay. Some people online said, hey, it's okay if the baby's sleeping for you to sleep, but have a baby monitor right by your face. I don't think it's okay to sleep while the baby's sleeping. No. Not on purpose. If you sleep and the baby is asleep, and nothing happens, but you find out you got to have that talk. Okay. Your job is not to sleep. You're not getting paid to snooze. All right, what else? So Amazon's Alexa might soon be able to imitate people's voices in your life that have passed away. So if you have a family member or a friend or another loved one that has died, well, all you have to do or you will have to do, they haven't released this yet, is send in a one-minute audio clip of the deceased talking and then they can imitate the voice for you. Well, that's dangerous because I think people really, it's easy to go, that's creepy, but I think it's dangerous too because I think a lot of people will treat it like it's their relative and it'll be super emotional. They might feel like they're reconnecting with when it's just a computer doing that. Yeah. that's. I mean, listen, good. I, I do Elvis or something. I wouldn't do anybody. I, you know, <laughs> oh, you do it like a celebrity too. that has yeah, since yeah. passed. Some are saying it reminds them of a Black Mirror episode, Bobby, which made me think of you because you love that show. Be right back. I don't back. have any, any relatives recordings, though. So I don't have anybody that, like my mom, my grandma, they don't have any of them on any audio. So... Maybe I'd put Elvis's voice in and just tell him it's my mom and then talk to him. <laughs> I miss have- you, mama. Oh, thank you. Hey, Bobby, I miss you very much, too. <laughs> you don't have a video recording from back in the day or anything? 
So Maren Morris tweeted that she's 32 years old and obviously high school was a long time ago, but someone recently reached out to apologize for mistreating her in oh, yeah, high school. Yeah, because they wanted concert tickets probably. Hey, I'm very sorry about beating you up. <laughs> I think they even like reached out to her mom like via Facebook, but apologized for being mean to Maren. So I don't know. My question for you, Bobby, was if a bully has ever reached out to you from your school days because um, you were mistreated for a sure. A couple weeks ago, I mean, I got the crap beat by a bunch of people, so it'd be the whole school, right? Um, but one of, the, one of the guys that used to terrorize me like crazy said, hey, I'm coming to town in a couple weeks. You want to hang out? I was like, what? No, you're not if it's like our old relationship. We're going to give me a wedgie and <laughs> push me in a locker somewhere. No way. He was like, I'm coming. They're doing, they were doing something at like uh, some festival type thing in town. And he's like, we're coming to town. And I was like, good. I'm, I'm not. I'm leaving. I left town just so I wouldn't run into him. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, have, I have no interest. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Allison Farley is a 17-year-old animal lover. She's got more than a dozen pets at her house. Well, she recently had a brain tumor removed from her head, and they were like, hey, what's your make-a-wish? we got to do something special for you. She's like, look, I love animals. And so they took her to the best zoo in the world, Zoo Miami. And she got to go on a private tour, and she even got to feed Pete the Sloth. Oh, yeah, sloths are cool. They're really cool. I was thinking about what my Mount Rushmore of zoo animals are. Here we go. There's, these are my four. If I go to, the, I, by the way, I'm not a big fan of zoos. I don't like keeping animals captive. But let's just say I was heartless. Um, I would have, <laughs> I, I would have uh, on my Mount Rushmore silverback. They're the best. Oh, Gorillas, man, oh, the best. crazy, huge, yeah. Dude, and they just stare at you, man, and will whoop your butt. Oh yeah, they, they can would break you in half. I'm also gonna put. You know, I like the big cats. The big cats are cool, but I'm not going to pick both. I'm going to pick the lion. Yeah. Yeah. Like the lion that doesn't look like a tiger. Because some of those lions, you're like, that ain't a lion. I ain't got the big mane. You're like, no, that's a lion. But I like the one that's like MGM okay. <laughs> uh, when you watch the movie. Pretty cool. Uh, so they're on there too. I'm going to- Two more. You know, what's cool is that you don't really ever see them in- uh, on the news or on the internet as a panda bear. Ooh, good There one. aren't a lot. There aren't a lot. And they are really black and white. Yes, well, they are. Meaning, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like, oh, that's kind of gray. I mean, that's black and white. The, the mm-hmm. juxtaposition of those two colors on a panda bear is strong. <laughs> I like it. So I'm putting that. And then I don't want to put monkey because I like the monkeys, but I feel like the silverback kind of covers that whole group of, of the primates. Oh, man, it's tough. It's tough. Dang. Giraffe. I like a peak. Uh, uh, yeah, giraffes are crazy. Giraffes are Elephants cool. are crazy, too. Were you going to say peacock? Well, I like when the peacocks <laughs> run around the zoo because they don't keep them in the cage. <laughs> like, and whenever they're fully spread, that's cool. And I don't feel like they get the respect they deserve because they're just running around the zoo, you know? Yeah, and they are pretty. They're wide open. Um, I'm going to go with a hippo. Ooh. Because they are, mm. I, they're the bulldog of animals. People look at them and be like, oh, those things are ugly looking. But when you get to know them. They're quite sweet. Aww. I never got to know a hippo, but I just imagined they would be. But they're huge, man. So that's my Mount Rushmore of zoo animals. Uh, Lunchbox liked the story there. That's pretty cool. And then I read John Cena had done like 650 or so make-a-wishes, the most of all time of anybody. Oh, wow. Real cool there. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over and talk to Isaac, who is calling us from Brooklyn, New York. Isaac, we appreciate you calling the show. What's going on? Brooklyn's close. Actually, Brookline, Massachusetts, but... Well, they wrote morning, Brooklyn, morning and studio. I'm committed to Brooklyn right yeah, now. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't sound like he's just in Brooklyn. Play, all right, I'm from, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> all right, Brookline. Uh, Isaac, what's going on, buddy? Morning, studio. Morning. morning. <laughs> um, 
so I uh, I'm in a little bit of a oh, I'm hearing some feedback, but sorry about that. I, I'm in a little bit of a, a issue here. I bet I made a bet last week. Basically, what happened was I'm in the kitchen with my girlfriend. We live together. I am, you know, we're, we're about to turn on, we're, about, we're making coffee, about to turn on iHeartRadio 101.7 The Bull on our Alexa, and we're kind of singing, you know, Wasted on You by Morgan Wallen, and I say, all right, babe, I'll bet you 500 bucks. There's no way that they're playing this song that we're kind of singing right now, right now. So she said, all right, I'll take the bet. And I'm thinking, there's no way you guys are playing it. We turn on the radio, turn on you guys, and you are playing Wasted on You. Now, my take is, I don't really feel like I have to pay her because it was kind of a joke, but I am a man of my word and I, it is a bet to bet, but I really did feel like I'm like, do I really have to pay you for this bet? She's not really pushing me on it, but it is one of those things where she's like, you do, you did make a bet. I mean, I said 500 because I'm thinking there's no way the probability is so low. So what's the take? Well, considering we only played three songs, um, I don't know the probability was that low, but secondly, I would say that when you said, I bet you 500 bucks, was she going to pay you if it wasn't on? Uh, you know, it was one of those, was like, I'll exactly. bet you. It was, it was kind of a one-sided bet. So I was like, I'll give you 500 bucks if Wasted On You's on. It's a bet. It goes both ways because she would take that bet because the probability is, is low that it would be playing it. I'm betting her that it's playing that song. I don't know. You live together. It was a joke. Buy her a nice dinner. Buy her, buy her a shirt or something. I don't know. She's not asking for it either. Yeah. It's okay. He he wants to remain a man of his word. Is what he's saying. Yeah, but it's five hundred dollars. He, he, <laughs> it's a lot of money. He just said he was in Brooklyn just to go with our wishes. Brooklyn. So no, no. But he said he's in Brooklyn. But we're like, he's like, fine. I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he'll give in anything, you know. <laughs> um, just you know, get her a nice little gift and be like, hey, I know you didn't want the five hundred bucks, but here I got you this just to show you I'm a man of my word. And I think there you go. You're good to go. Everybody. Feel good about that? Yeah, yeah, and learn from this. Like, don't make crazy bets like that. Oh, I'll still do that crap all the time. <laughs> um, all right, appreciate Slippery that, Isaac. Have a, yeah, Slippery Slope is correct. All right, have a good day, buddy. All right, thanks. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. 
I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.